Hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Third Culture Podcast, where we discuss, debate, and talk about different opinions and views from a third culture kid's perspective. Introducing my fellow co-hosts, Frank, Omar, and Cheyenne is sick, but I'm Terry. <laughs> get well soon, Chan. Oh yeah, get well soon, boy. He didn't run away this time. Yeah, <laughs> it's the rain. The rain's a, kicking in. You know, it's his knee is or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, so we're doing something a little bit different for you guys. Seeing um, how you guys have been interacting with us recently, we wanted to involve you in our podcast a little bit more. So what we're going to be doing going forward for a few episodes at least, we're going to see how we can get you guys involved, and by doing so, you guys can send us a few clips. And then we'll clip it, and then we'll put it in the episode asking questions about things that you guys want to talk about. Right? So here's one that's coming right now. Hey guys, this is Aslam. Uh, I'm from Egypt, but I was born in the United Arab Emirates. Uh, I was also raised there for like 17 years. But now I'm living in the U.S. So my question for today's episode is... Uh, what are your thoughts about, you know, different accents since we as third culture kids are always, you know, exposed to them? And I was wondering if you guys um, change the way you talk depending on the nationality of the person you're talking to. So, yeah, let me know what you guys think. Alrighty then. Well, that was pretty interesting, I guess. Guys, what do you think? Accents, bro. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel I feel a certain way about them. Mm. What do you feel, Ahmed? So here's the thing. Like for me, with accents, I'll speak from personal experience. When I, I mean, my English accent doesn't really change much, regardless, unless if I'm like making fun of Reham and like the UK <laughs> British accent. But uh, aside from that, I think my Arabic accent changes a lot because when I speak to like Egyptians. I speak uh-huh. in pure like Egyptian dialect, mm. but when I speak to like a Palestinian, I speak in a Palestinian dialect, and they can't even tell that I'm Egyptian. When I speak to a Sudanese, like you or your brother, uh, for example, Frank, I tend to speak in a Sudanese uh, dialect and accent. So I think it's, as a third culture kid specifically, you tend to kind of have a better grasp of accents. Mm-hmm. You understand them because you've been around them for quite some time. It doesn't shock you. It doesn't come to you as like something new or something weird. Like it's not like, Wait, what? What accent is that? I mean, it does happen sometimes, but mm-hmm. 90% of the time you've heard most of them, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, I don't, I don't get the hate. Mm. I don't get the hate on accents. See, I think it's not more accents, but the perception of accents. Like, for some reason, you, you get some people who perceive someone who has, let's say, a British accent. They're considered more smarter, more... Um, they're, they're taken more seriously because of the accent that they're using. Where if you get someone from, let's say, Northern Africa or Southern Africa, where they've got a thicker accent, but let's say better education, but still the perception is just going to be, oh, this person with a British accent, you know, he probably knows more of what he's talking about, but from the other guy. So I think it, it's, it's a big thing when you're talking about perceiving someone's accent, because as third culture kids, obviously, we, our accents have changed because, you know, we live around a lot of people, international people around the world. Uh, you know, like if back home, even and it's the same thing back home in Zip. If someone is has an accent that's super thick, they call them gouache, and gouache basically means, and this is pure slang, gouache basically means someone who's like people make fun of, basically. Because they're like, oh, this dude, oh, his accent is so thick, it's ridiculous. You don't mm-hmm. really understand what he's saying. So 
Yeah, but as the Gaji kid, you, you, you come here and you realize that, okay, everyone has a different accent. You can't really give people grief for that. I have something to admit. When I first moved into Dubai from Sudan uh, eight years ago, um, I had a thick Sudanese English accent. And yes. I actually tried... <laughs> I love how he slid in the yes. Yes, <laughs> yes you did. Yes, yes you did. <laughs> yeah, no, you did. But I actually tried to change it. Um, yeah, and that's something I have to admit. Honestly, um, I did try to change it because I felt like I would succeed more if I had a better accent. You want, you hmm. want, to, you want to tell the people... Shut up there. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell the people what you said to me when we first met Listen, Frank? I don't know. This story never happened. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. nah Terry nah. thinks I said to him, no, I'm, I'm American. Ta- no, no, you're a liar. Uh-huh. This is exactly what happened. So me and, up, me up, and Frank meet for the first time, yeah? So we're standing um, by a football field. I don't know the guy. Uh, one of his, one of our mutual friends, the friends, friend. whatever, mm. is introducing us. Yeah, so I go up to Frank and I'm like, "Hey, hey, what's your name?" And he says, "Oh, my name is Frank." I was like, "Where are you from?" He said, "Oh, I'm American." Oh my God, that's mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's never happened. I can't and believe you switched up. It never happened. In the most, in the worst American accent you can think of, he said, "Oh yeah, I'm from America." America. I was trying. America. I'm like, I, I think I was like trying to see if this would work. But the um, work no. Okay, but, and uh, you went back to yeah, I'm Sudanese. <laughs> so basically, uh, that's something I have to admit. That was a big mistake, honestly. Uh-huh. And I don't think you need another accent to succeed. Um, the the point where I realized that okay, accent like I want to have my Sudanese accent back was when uh, a Sudanese artist, his name is Flipter, he made a song um, talking post revolution or whatever, but he was using a thick Sudanese accent, and I loved that. I loved that. And I was like, okay, this, this he's unapologetic about it. He's straight up into the music industry where it's like, it's either British or American, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, unless like you're in Russia, then you can sing a song in the Russian accent. But uh, in, in an international, you know, community, it's kind of hard to go there. And he was very unapologetic about it. And I loved it. I respected that. And honestly, I th- I, I want to use my Sudanese accent or uh, Sudanese accent in like a professional field a little bit more but right now I think I'm more comfortable with the accent I have hmm. like a lot more comfortable um, I sometimes use like a broken accent when I'm talking to friends it's very relaxed It's it, because sometimes when you're friends this is something that I thought like I don't know it's an idea I have I don't know if I'm wrong but when you're around friends and uh, they don't have like a good accent and you're talking in a good accent, and they know that this is not your original accent because you never lived in the UK or in the in the mm-hmm. US. You kind of get some grief. It's yeah, like, definitely. It's jokes. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, I I have a friend. Shout out to Taha if he's listening. Um, we used to make fun of him and say that he only switched up accents when he was around girls. Uh-huh. So when he was around us guys, when we were chilling together or whatever, he'd be like, you know, whatever, same normal accent. But then if a girl passes by, he's like, yeah, so what do you guys think about? Uh-huh. <laughs> you want to head over there? And like, I was like, uh. and every time he starts like speaking the accent, we turn around and we're like, who's passing by? Ooh, who are happening? you? <laughs> so I get that in a friendly sense. Yeah, I do. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest with you. Till today, I do use a good accent when I'm uh, like complaining to like, uh, in, like a... Can I speak to your manager? Can I speak to your manager? Yeah, <laughs> sort of because it works. I'm going to tell you, I had an issue with the security somewhere and I was using a proper accent and the guy came very stressed. And then when he got, when he met me, like it was a manager of security, he's like, oh, thank God. I was like, what? 
He's like, I thought you were like British. I was like, how is that like any like how is that any different? I was like, how is that any different? Like if I'm if I'm upset, you have to care about it. Like mm. I'm upset about the nonsense that you guys are doing. Like it doesn't matter what accent I'm having, mm. but yeah, it does get you through. Yeah, I um, think definitely it's a it's a perception thing. I think yeah. from from a lot of angles, a lot of us do change the way we speak depending on who we're dealing with. I think even when uh, uh, I lived in Nigeria for a while, my accent was 100% Nigerian. I want to do like a, a counter mm-hmm. where like we count how many times Terry says Nigeria yeah. in the podcast. I think, I think I said Nigeria more than That's a podcast in the back. But no, yeah, it's, it's, and it's, I think you should clip this one. I said one of those things. I say that a lot as well. Yeah, you say that. Yeah, man, it's just one of those things, man. Yeah, but no, but it is one of those things, though. (laughs) So, yeah, and I think that, like, even for you, Frank, I know, uh, even when you were in uni, like, when you were around your Nigerian friends, your accent would suddenly change to be Nigerian. But I think you get, it's like, it's like a comfort thing. I don't know. And and the thing is, the line, the line there is like, do people then become offended if you're trying that? Or is it just like, are they okay with it? Or because it comes naturally, almost yeah. naturally, you know what I mean. So yeah, but no, sometimes it's forced. That's the thing. If it's forced, then it's offensive. Yes. Especially if it's not yours. Like yes. for example, if you're trying to speak to, let's say I'm trying to speak to Frank in a Sudanese accent, and it's not mine, and I can't speak it, and we're not that close, he's probably gonna get offended. I do. I do get offended. Right. Like I if I'm if offended. I'm like throwing around words like yazol al hasil shino, and like it sounds weird or he's just not comfortable with it, it's just gonna be like. Why are you doing this? You know, Why are you trying people, so hard? A lot of people do that and yeah. it's very offensive. It triggers me when a lot of people me. try the Egyptian one. It because did. to them, it's like, oh, this is what we see in movies. Ha ha ha. It's so funny. You guys it's say... Like, but, but this is my country. Yeah, Don't yeah. No, that's the thing. Yeah. And, like, and, and that's where I think it's, it's a very thin line mm. that you need to draw where it's like, it, are you using it to communicate better mm. and to make it more comfortable for the other person to understand you? Or are you just using it to like have a joke about it which is totally fine with me like yeah, I mean, yeah i'll take the jokes but it's just if i was to do it i'm pretty sure i'd be a lot more self-aware and self-conscious like if i walk up to someone and go like haha you have all these really funny words where you say blah 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 it's like okay <laughs> not really <laughs> funny you. to me but sure yeah but sometimes um people don't get your accent so in when i'm talking arabic when i'm talking with Sudanese people, I talk Sudanese. But when I'm talking, when I came here and I realized people here don't understand Sudanese Arabic, even though it's an accent, it's and it uh, uses most of fusha. Basically, mm. it's uh, fusha is like uh, actual actual Arabic sort okay. of thing, mm. and like classical Arabic. Classical Arabic and Sudanese Sudan is one of the languages, if not the most, but one of the most like that has a big portion of fusha in it. And even yeah, but though that's there, it's your order. Know. It's your order, though. Like you move words around, like al hasl you know. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do yeah. move words around, but the most important part is not even that. People can't understand it because we. It's like accents basically is a combination of the new language that you acquire with the old language. Basically, mm-hmm. Sudan is an African country, mm-hmm. so it's like a mix of African roots with like with faster movement, fa- faster talk, and then then you get that Sudanese. Yeah. Quick yeah. talk. Yeah. So people don't grasp that. Mm-hmm. So if you speak Sudanese slowly, people get you. So I had to change that. I had to speak. And when I'm talking to friends, I have, like, literally one sentence, I would have uh, Egyptian, Palestinian, Jordanian, UAE, whatever, in just one sentence. Mm-hmm. Just for people to understand me. Because yeah. otherwise they won't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that, that makes sense, you know. Um, 
I think for me personally, it's like people just are offensive because they don't know, they actually do not know what my accent is. Mm. So they just do like a generic African accent. With like, like the, the clicks people, and stuff. Yeah, like, like, like or, 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 uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> nobody in my country does that, you know? Like, yeah, there's some languages which do have clicks, you but gotta blame, I don't speak the languages. You gotta blame Trevor Noah for that. Like, it's, 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 I don't know if it's, like, it's not even being offensive. Because for me, I know people do not know what my accent is. So if someone's coming up to me and they're starting to speak in an African accent, that's immediate. It's just offensive. <laughs> yeah, I get it's you. It's like there is no line there. It's like, unless you're from Zimbabwe and you're trying to actually speak the language, like mm. the language itself, then I'll get it. Like, okay, I'll help you out with the language. But if you're just speaking in a generic African accent, then I'm like, dude, like, come yeah. on. What so language do you guys speak in Zimbabwe? Just speak of, Shona. Of curiosity. We speak Ndebele and some regions speak Swahili. Hmm. You know, some people, they, uh, like, like the context matters. And some people, like, they don't know that. So, if you're a comedian, I think it's fine to, like, you're a comedian. Yeah, if you're making if jokes, you're making sure. Jokes, fine. Mm. Um, if some people still get offended, but, If you're yeah. a professional uh, guy that actually imitates accents, fine. Like, you're actually doing it properly. Okay, so, like, for entertainment purposes. But if you are doing accents, because you think you're good at it, and then... Put using them with stereotypes. So uh, some people they when uh, like they would randomly grab a phone and start talking in a French accent. They start talking about food or I don't know baguettes, baguettes, mm. or baguette, croissant, or, or speak about uh, speak in a African accent. Start talking about being fun and everything. It's yeah. like it's like this is okay. Now you're just being racist. Ah. Now, now you're just being racist. If so you're using it to justify the racism that is about to follow. Yes. So yeah. being like, oh, I'm about to throw an Italian accent. And just start to talking be, about the pizza and, and, and that's the just mafia. Racism. And yeah, I guess. yeah, that's just racist. You know, <laughs> like, like that's, that, that, that's not you trying to do the accent. No, that's you just mocking the accent and mocking yeah. the culture. What do you guys think? Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, I totally agree. I mean, again, it's just a thin line. Like, you got to know. It's, I mean, I think it's easier for us as third culture kids. It's still not that easy for everyone because some people just think it's cool. Some people just think it's fine. But you got to remember that it depends on the context. It depends on the relationship with the other person. It depends on, like, how serious the conversation is. Mm-hmm. For me, it's totally fine if I'm using it to make the conversation easier. Like, for example, um, it's not really an accent. It's kind of like broken Arabic, broken English. But you know when you speak to taxi drivers here in Dubai? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be really hard for me to try to speak to them in Egyptian, Arabic, mm-hmm. or in my accent in English. It makes my life and their lives a lot easier if I just go with the sida and then take right, dawar, left, like if yeah, you try breaking yeah, no, it for yeah, them. So you. for me, accents as a third culture kid is more about making conversations easier mm-hmm. because, hey, if you only understand Sudanese, I'm not going to try to explain Egyptian mm-hmm. to you. I'm just going to, even though Egyptian is, you know, ideally the easiest to understand, but I'm still not going to try doing that. I'll just speak to you in the accent you understand and the dialect you understand. Mm-hmm. So that's it for me. But here's the thing, yeah. I don't get the disrespect, again, I don't get the disrespect that people with accents get when they speak a language that is not their own. For example, people that make fun of like call center people or, you know, anyone, like technicians or whatever. It, like, it... You need to understand that you speak English, maybe uh-huh. English alone. They speak their mother tongue, like their mother language, mm-hmm. and English. And they probably don't speak English that well because they didn't get the education you got. But they're trying. 
So why you gotta give them hate for I it? I tell you, it's a perception problem. So basically, um, in the um, I know in the Middle East, people are very ashamed of their accent hmm. in English, like the Arabic one. Yes, like the English. B and the yeah, yeah. Um, when it goes older, some people are unaware, uh-huh. but mostly I, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong here, but this is from what I have seen. But going outside. Uh, knowing how other people speak English, they're not like Eastern Europeans. That's how they speak English. They don't care. Yeah. They, they might get them. People some might make jokes about it, but that's how I speak English. You know, that's how I am. Squ- uh, Scottish people they're happy about their accents. Hmm. This is my accent. Deal with it. Americans, oh, Americans love their accents. Hmm. Uh, English people, you know, you get me. Every uh, Irish people, everyone, they like their accents. They're not ashamed of it. Except and us. Exactly, but you know, in, <laughs> us and I mean, no, I'm talking in terms of Africa and yeah. the Arab world as well. Yeah, yeah. and uh, far the the Far East also. Yeah, yeah so South South East Asia. Yeah, as well. Because I think it's it comes back to that that connotation that comes with that accent. You know, like some people. Ah, that's true. Exactly, they won't deem you as professional. They won't deem you as being worth speaking to. You know, yeah, and it's and it differs from place to place. Again, like for example, like Omra said in call centers, they put on this accent to make the people on the other side comfortable, because if they were speaking in their mother accent, like let's say they speak like perfect English, mm-hmm. but if they're speaking in their mother accent, the person of the phone may not respond in the correct way. You know what I mean? Because like a lot of these call centers, they're outsourced to places like. India and countries like this. So even if the English is immaculate, it's amazing, even better than the guy on the other side of the phone. If that accent isn't like what that person is used to at all, they may just be like, nah, I'm not doing that. Hmm. Yeah. It's also, again, that country of origin kind of bias where it's like, if I'm speaking to someone, like you said in the beginning, Terry, if I'm speaking to someone that has like a Western, British, American accent, I'm probably going to think, oh, they probably know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. I need to give them some respect. If I'm speaking to someone that sounds Arab or African or, I don't know, like Indian or whatever, I'm probably going to be like, mm, yeah, whatever, sure. So again, it's that country of origin um, bias. It's the same with China, by the way. Like a lot of people think, oh, you know, Chinese accent, you're Chinese or like, Products made in China, not really high quality. But then you you look around and you're like, everything is made in China. Yeah, yeah. iPhones are made in China. <laughs> everything is literally made in China. Mm-hmm. So it's that bias, I think. Yeah. I, I feel people should just own their accents. You yeah. know, own up to them. Sometimes I respect it. Indians, some Indians, they they just own it, mm-hmm. and they if you speak if you're Indian, you're not speaking an Indian accent. I've had this with a few friends, uh, Pakistanis, Indians, same thing, uh, in terms of how they're very. Um, proud of their accent. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing it, to be... Like, why aren't you speaking your... There's nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, yeah, there, there's also, again, the jokes of like... So Terry said they make fun of people with thick accents. But yeah. on, on the contrary as well, if someone sounds too foreign to their own kind, people like for example, them. yeah, if, yeah. if like I'm Egyptian and I sound like I'm, I'm too Western when I speak in English, people mm-hmm. might look at you differently. Yeah. I know there's a term in Pakistan because a lot of my best friends are Pakistani. There's a term called burger. Like, if you sound like you're foreign or, you know, you studied abroad, whatever, they call you a burger. As in, oh, you know, this guy eats burgers. Oh, really? Like, oh, he's a, he's a foreigner. He's not one a, of us. Say, oh, that Mickey. It's yeah. Like, uh, boys of, sons, like... Sons of Mickey Mouse. Uh, like, so, like, there's, there's not that... Not sons of Mickey Mouse boys or something. Yeah, like there's, like, that bias on either side. It's like, oh, you have an accent? Haha, <laughs> that's too thick. Mm. You're not educated. Or, oh, you have, like, a perfect accent? Oh, wow. What a foreigner, you're not one of us. Yeah, and I think, yeah, for, for us it's called salad, which just means too bougie. 
and mm-hmm. I have a question for you guys though. Yeah. Do you guys think in the professional world you need to change your accent to, you know, get work done? Depends on your type or line of work. If you're doing like customer service, if you're doing like sales, front end stuff, and they require a certain accent or dialect or like, you know, a grasp of the English language, sure. But if you're doing like office jobs, like, you know, accounting, if you're doing finance, if you're just, if you're doing stuff, you know, in the back end, if you're not interacting with the customers, or even if you're doing like copywriting, Mm. like there's just a lot of stuff where accents are not really that important. I, I guess they do come across as important in interviews because naturally, again, it's the bias. Like if I'm interviewing you, you have a really good accent. I'm going to assume, oh, he's educated or she's educated. They know what they're talking about. If you don't have a good accent, I'm going to be like, ah, this might be a struggle to communicate with. So there is a bias. There shouldn't be one though. Mm, I agree with that. It should be fair and square. If you understand English, if you can write it, if you can read it, it doesn't matter how you sound Mm -hmm. speaking it. As long as you understand it Mm -hmm. and you can communicate, that should be like, that's it. That's the border. That's the line. What do you think, Frank? Um, I think it's um, which one people understand you in. Mm. So, like, if you, if you if you're in the Arab region, accents here, then the dialects here are so different that they can, to a point, become a language of their own. Mm. You know, like you're not gonna go to Egypt and start speaking for the Sudanese. Mm-hmm. Or you don't. You're not gonna come to Dubai and start speaking for the Sudanese. No one's gonna get you. But if we're choosing English. Like, if we were to stick to English... There are 160 di- uh, in, uh, English accents. 160. My dude did his research, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 160. I'll tell with the stats. And if, like, if you're doing customer service, like what you said, forget mm. the back end, that doesn't matter. That's, that, maybe at that stage that becomes company policy and I think that's being extra. I don't think... Mm. Yeah. But if you're dealing with customers and uh, they have different countries like backgrounds i think using a generic one or just one that everyone understands makes like would like would be better because you're not gonna have an accent that no one understands and just go like okay this is my background and just claim yeah like figure it out yeah figure it out i'm just gonna keep talking to you until you figure it out (laughs) well we're not gonna (laughs) hire you (laughs) so i I think i think like what you said it's uh dependent on the work yeah Yeah. i think where you are um, I, I agree with that as well. Um, I think it's that, it's that question of, it's like, it's like a term that they use a lot here where they say culture fit, mm. you know, like you have to be a culture fit to work within a certain company. So I think, yeah, it's, it's definitely something people look at, probably look at a little bit too much if I'm being honest, because you can have the most educated person in the world and they can have the thickest accent from somewhere you've never mm-hmm. been to before, mm-hmm. but they know 80 times more than you could ever. You know, and it's so it's, specific. Eighty times. I'm just saying, man. It's 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 it's, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> but look, I have another question for you guys, though. Uh-huh. Right? What do you think of those guys who, let's say, go to England for university for a few months and they come back <laughs> with the most amazing half British slash half something else? That's a accent. low blow, right there. <laughs> now I'm asking what you think. I don't have I, I don't have nothing. a British accent. No, <laughs> I went to Scotland. He's, talk, like, he's talking about your brother. He's not talking about you. <laughs> Mujamar, if you're listening to this, I had nothing to do with it. Wagwane, <laughs> um, like I, I don't know. Do you have? I find it amusing. Yes. It's amusing. I but think. I think. I mean, I'm not gonna address the person specifically. You just, you just addressed my, the person. <laughs> but my I think, brother. I, I think it's because it's so like people find it entertaining. 
um, it's kind of like what you said, like, oh, I'm going to make the sounds and be like, I'm speaking yeah. in an African dialect. For some people, it's like, oh, British accent. You know, I'm going to pull it off now. And it might be offensive to British people. But to you, it's like, oh, this is what you watched on movies. This is the kind of music you listen to. This is what, like, Stormzy says, what Dave says. And you yeah, want to just... You want to feel like you fit in, so you start throwing around words. Yeah, but some people, man, I'm telling you right now, like, it's so obvious that they're forcing it. Like, you know, if you live in a place for a long time, the accent just becomes a part of you. It just yeah. gets into you. Like, like for example, I hang out with Frank and his family quite a fair bit, and my accent has kind of morphed a little bit to that Sudanese-ish type of accent as well. What like, I hear done? it. Like, whenever I go back home to Zimbabwe and I'm talking to people, and I'm, like, just talking. I'm not even thinking. I'm just talking. They're like, what is that accent you're using? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I am sorry. Like, this is just natural to me now. So... I don't know. I feel like if you're great, if you, if you move somewhere and you go there for a few months and you come back with like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like uh, the only person that's allowed to get bothered about it are the English people. Yeah. Basically, it's always gonna be that case though. Like, yeah, unless you're Egyptian, you won't get offended from someone making fun of the Egyptian accent. Yeah, we're trying think, to use it. Like, uh, like I think they are the judges of this. Yeah, because. They, they're the ones that decide whether this guy is making fun of it or not. Yeah, I yeah. think it would be the same kind of perception. I think they'd also think, hey, that's not funny. That's how yeah, we speak. Yeah, and then they're allowed. Because, yeah. like, yes, accents is something that you can have, whatever you can, st- like, you can still use. But if you're not respecting the culture, I don't think you should keep. Yeah. And, I, and honestly, to me, once again, it's a perception issue. Yeah, um, it's, 100%. It's, it's, it's one of those things. Like, I think if you've lived somewhere for long enough and you get an accent from that place you can't really be mad at that person anyway tell us what you guys think but now we're going to listen to what islam has to say as i said earlier uh i was raised in uae and you know how uae is very diverse and you're always exposed to people speaking different accents uh even if they're speaking the same language but it's they still have different accents for example in arabic there's you know egyptian lebanese jordanian uh all sorts of accents um and i actually realized how good i am with understanding accents since i lived in as a third culture kid uh, especially when i moved here to the us uh and you know for example i have a i have a friend um he's egyptian and he lived in egypt his entire life um, but when we are speaking to, you know, for example, a Saudi guy or, you know, a Kuwaiti guy, um, and he's speaking, you know, pure Saudi or like, you know, it's Arabic, but it's, you know, the Saudi accent, I guess. Um, he has, the Egyptian guy has some difficulties understanding him. While I don't have that, you know, you know, the, those difficulties that the Egyptian guy is having. So I guess that's, uh, I guess that's an advantage of being a third culture kid. Also, um, I feel, and that's just a feeling, that, you know, third culture kids has the patience to understand people's different accents. Because I noticed here in the US, uh, people, a lot of people don't have the patience to understand, to listen to you, even though you're speaking the same language like English. But if you have different action, they don't have the patience to try to understand what are you trying to say? But, uh, yeah, that's what I think about, you know, the different accents uh, and, you know, being as a third culture kid and how are we intercepting them. So, yeah. That was interesting. 
Mm-hmm. Let us know what you guys think about what Islam said. Let us know what you think about what we said. This was very entertaining. It was, uh, wasn't it, Terry? It was amazing. I, I loved it. I really like this. We should do it more often. We should. We should, guys. Uh, keep an eye out for uh, if we do this in the future. Uh, let us know if you have any questions about third culture that you want to ask us. Um, and we are most likely going to contact you and ask you what you think. Before we head out. Before we head out. Mm-hmm. Frank, do your Sudanese accent. Your thickest one. Let's go. <laughs> In English? No, no, in English or in, however you want. Shh, you know, I, f- I lost it though. <laughs> I can't do you it. You can't lose it, boy. Do it. Okay, do it. Do would, it for Sajana. Uh, you know, I would do by the end, you know, um, I would say the. The fish, no? The. the <laughs> it still sounds forced though. Yes. I'd get offended if I was Sudanese. <laughs> Omar, Omar, I told you, I'll do yours, huh? Mine? Yes. In English? I don't yes. think, I don't think That's not happening. Come on, bro. In Arabic though, it's like. What do you want me to say though? Anything. Like, it's, it's, it's like it's, it's weird spot. when you yeah. yeah, yeah it's I mean, شكراً شكراً لمتابعتكم حلقتنا النهاردة. Wait wait, I, I want to hear the Zim boy. Hey, hey Zim boy. Hey. Let's go. Wait, should I say something in my language? Yes. No. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, say in, 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 in English, then you can say in your language. I don't bother. I'll do Shonglish. Okay. Shonglish. Uh, combination of English and Shona. Yes, please. Alright, can do good Zim do good Zim you saw. My tabas. That should be the outro. Play, guys, uh, <laughs> share, comment, or subscribe. <laughs> or, uh, please like or everything. Or tell, or tell everyone, okay? Shukran, uh, thank you very much. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Peace. This is the Third Culture Podcast with the Third Culture Kids. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Peace.